Don't ask me to talk. From the sublime to the ridiculous. Join me, Stacey Heller. And me, Eric Ryder. As we talk about what's good to watch, read, see, listen to, and more. An edutaining one-hour break in your day that includes the segment, What Are We Eating? Sponsored by Dingfelder's Delicatessen. Stick with us for something good. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Don't Ask Me to Talk here on Kixie. I'm Stacy Heller. I'm joined by my co-host, Eric Ryder. That's me. Greetings and salutations to you and our listeners. Wow. This is like old school radio now we're doing. I love it. Um, so this show, by the way, is uh, this is an alternative to all of the like adulting that you have to do on a regular basis. Uh, making lunches, going to work, uh, reading the news, staying current, all the stuff that you have to do. This is following you, your stocks. Right. Following your stocks. I assume that's something adults do. <laughs> I, right. Probably if I had stocks. I mean, I'm sure I have stocks. I'll have to ask my dad. I mean, my husband. <laughs> um, I've got a 401k, but I don't do the individual stocks and I don't track them. I don't track the 401k. It. I just check in every so often and go, okay, I made $30,000. Oh, I lost that $30,000. Oh, I got it back. You know, it's like, okay, well, overall, this seems to be growing over the years. So I'll, I'll, I'll just be grateful for that and try not to stress out right. uh, the week that I lose money because the next week I might gain that money back. Well, it's it's uh, truly the uh, the idea of the long term investment. Like you have to be yep. in it for the long haul uh, because uh, a bad stock day has sent many people jumping out a window. <laughs> Unfortunately so. Yeah. So But uh, that's not why you called. No. This is <laughs> that, the whole point I was <laughs> talking that we're about talking the not so serious stuff. <laughs> not not tragedy. <laughs> anyway, as I was saying, we don't talk about serious stuff. Uh no, like here's the deal. We're adding positive content. We are uh we're edutaining you. Right. So you're a little bit educated and a lot entertained. So you're welcome in advance. Um, Some of the educational value mm, okay. is debatable. But I think that you add you a won't lot. be worse off. No. You won't be worse off. Let's you're, make that guarantee. Right. You won't be worse off for knowing any of the stuff that we talk about. Exactly. So there you go. It's not like you're going to rot your teeth on all of the sweetness that's going on here. Um, thank you, by the way for listening uh, to those of you that do, whether you're listening live or you listen to uh, the podcast version, uh, if you love it, you should share it. You can subscribe, you can comment, you can rate it. Uh, you can also find this show and uh, my other show, Stacy Connects, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, remember, you can follow the Damped playlist on Spotify, and you can also follow the Instagram account, Stacy Talks. Uh, one of these days I'm going to add Stacy Talks ad nauseum, but it seems a little long for a, a handle. Uh, if you would like to connect with us, remember that you can call or text 475-999-2726, or as Eric likes to say. <laughs> That's right. You could also dial ERK 999-27-CO. <laughs> Okay, that's a weird one. Yeah, it's not as catchy as I mean, some the, of the others. I mean, the 475-999-CRAM. 
Yes, 475-999-PA6. <laughs> All right. You know, I think I'm starting to corrupt you because you're starting to become ridiculous, which is sublime to me. <laughs> well, just pretend you're calling your grandpa <laughs> when you call us at 475-999-PA6. There you go. All right. How do you, how do you spell PA? P-A. Okay. Or maybe... Uh, Pretend we're in Pennsylvania. I don't know, but that's one of the variants for the uh, phone number that people can call or text. Maybe uh, this is why nobody calls or texts, because they're like, oh, for God's sake. They try to remember the number, (laughs) and then they're like, I remember the tune. Was it, what was it? 475-999-BRAND. That can't be right. It is right. It is right. (laughs) It's good for you. It keeps you regular. That's right. So there you go. Uh, speaking of things keeping you regular, uh, one of our regular segments is Ridiculous High Holidays, spelled with a Z. And uh, this one that I'm going to share is International Edit Made Me Think of You, International Stout Day, not because you are stout, <laughs> because <laughs> as thank a- Thank you for clarifying. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, you know, um, but because as somebody who is a fan of- uh, Irish foods, traditions, music, and drink. Isn't that a traditionally Irish beverage? It. I mean, the most famous stout probably in the world is Guinness. So um, there's that. That's from Ireland. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And uh, I am not a beer drinker, though, so I've, I've never really had it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a big thing for sure. Apparently it tastes different, so... Uh, two of my kids have been to Europe with mm-hmm. like, you know, junior year abroad type stuff. And uh, both of them commented that having Guinness stateside versus Guinness in Ireland, two very different drinking experiences. Apparently the water makes a huge difference. And uh, it so far as even in the UK, they were bottling it themselves uh, and it sold so poorly, they closed that <laughs> down wow. and then just imported from across the uh, Irish Sea wow. uh, from Ireland all the Guinness because it just wasn't the same. So there, there must be something to it. Well, I, they don't, say I don't know what it is. There's something, um, it's, it's the same thing that they say about bagels and pizza, mm-hmm. like coming from East Coast to West Coast, right? And it's like there's something in the water. Yeah. So apparently there's something in the water. Apparently. Uh, well, you know, here I was all excited, like, Eric likes Irish things. <laughs> <laughs> I do, but I mean, like I said, I've just never been a beer uh, fan, and to me they all kind of taste the same. Um, I mean, stout, it looks nicer than other beers uh, as far as I'm concerned. It looks like it would be delicious, but just... I just I can't get down with the beer taste, I, but they also do phenomenal ciders in Ireland. There you go. So I I have a great time when I'm over there. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, and unlike California, they're available in every single pub and restaurant. There, see, there you go. <laughs> I I will tell you, I am not a really a beer or stout drinker myself, um, but there is something uh, every year for St. Patrick's Day. Pete makes a black and tan. And uh, so that is a Guinness mixed with whatever the other part is. Um, I think the tan. Um, 
And I think that's a light beer. I think a lighter, like a lager or something. I tried to order one of those uh, for a a girlfriend I was with uh, in Ireland one time. And the bartender was like, I... I have no idea what that is. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> you right, know? Like, so you I know. just got a Guinness. And then when you think about it, you know, the Black and Tans were the name of the British uh, the, the soldiers that oh. were over uh, committing atrocities uh, 100 years ago oh, in so Ireland. That's that like they insulting. Ca- they, yeah, they, they, they kicked out of the country. So, you know, maybe not the best name for a drink that you want to order over there. Just ask for you know, a stout with a light wow. beer mix or whatever. Uh, but yeah, so I, I thought about that after. After <laughs> great, yeah. right? Like that would be like going to like Chewbacca's house and asking for a fuzzy navel. Yeah, or like a stormtrooper or something. Right. It's right. just insulting. <laughs> See? And you thought that there was an educational aspect to this show. Yes. I didn't know about the black and tan soldiers and that whole thing. Interesting. All right. Well, for those of you that do like stouts, uh, it is International Stout Day, so don't drink and drive. Enjoy. But have yourself a stout. It's good for you. Exactly. Apparently. It'll, it'll put hair <laughs> that, on your that's chest. That's what the, the Guinness <laughs> slogans were. And there's another, the, probably the second most famous stout in the world is also from Ireland, uh, Beamish. And that's- uh, Never heard of it. Oh, well, see, that just shows you how ubiquitous Guinness is. Because uh, Beamish is uh, a big seller too, um, they're based out of Cork instead of Dublin, and uh, but even some Beamish drinkers are like, I only drink Beamish when I'm in Cork. <laughs> so, interesting. Yeah. Beamish. Okay. You learn something new every day. I'm gonna have to check this out now. I mean, that doesn't seem like bad homework, right? No, I mean, like yeah, especially being joy. Um. Okay. Well, on the national front, uh, it is. Uh, it's National Sandwich Day, but we'll focus on that when we talk to Vance. Yeah. I can get behind this holiday. Right? I mean... As well as the lord of the sandwich himself, Vance Stingfelder. Exactly. So uh, I think we'll spend some time talking about that with him. What are we eating? Spoiler, it's a sandwich. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) exactly. Especially on this, the highest of all sandwiches. Yes, the highest of all holy days, holy holidays for us. Exactly. What's the name of the sandwich? (laughs) Ridiculous high holidays That's with right. a Z. Exactly. We and really got to work on our on our segments. Um, anyway, the other thing that it is is cliche day. There you go. And <laughs> do you have a favorite cliche? You know, weirdly, I'm I'm drawing a blank on cliches. So, do you? Uh. <laughs> trying to think if I if I have a favorite cliche. I'm, Origin of the word cliche. So clearly, with the fact that it has an accent over it, it is a French word, uh, which is why you see it with the accent over it, right? Uh, but you can also, of course, write it as cliche without the E. Um, so apparently, um, it's basically about stereotypes. So well, it's a it's a common expression that people use, uh, you know. Also, yes, and so it says it conveys an idea or message, but loses its point through overusage. Right. So, like, all that glitters is gold. There you go. Right. Or that's not true. You woke up on the wrong side of the bed, or think outside the box, or he's a loose cannon. 
Right. Um, I, oh, don't open up a can of worms or what goes around comes around. Dead as a doornail. Old as the hills. There's plenty of fish in the sea. Yeah, it's something that people often come up with uh, to put a button on a conversation that they don't really want to go any further with, I feel like. Yeah. Or give a lot of thought to. Well, and I also think of like, okay, so maybe I'm confusing trope and cliche because like, you know, like you watch a movie and you're like, it was so cliche, like Mm -hmm. the relationship between like the guy and the girl. Right. Right. And so maybe I wonder if trope and cliche are synonyms. Well, a trope is is basically uh, something it's a plot device kind of, you know, or it's um, yeah, it's it's something you see repeated in storytelling and in films. And a trope is specifically for storytelling okay. and films and cliche. I think many tropes are cliches, but not all tropes are cliches. and Not all cliches are tropes. And there is your... <laughs> and that's my new cliche. <laughs> we, maybe we should start some new cliches. I mean, that's the problem with cliches. They're just overused. Uh, we need something But new. if we just come up with some new ones, then, well, then I guess they won't be cliches. <laughs> well, I guess not. And, you know, the but funny... Wh- the, why not try anyway? Well, the funny thing is we dedicated an entire show talking about idioms. And that's right. And a lot of times cliches are idioms. That's right. So, I mean, again, let's go back not, to the whole... Not all idioms are cliches and not all cliches are idioms, uh, I think. Uh, but you know what's cliche? The idea that something is an idiot? I don't know. I, I'm grasping at straws here. See? Grasping at straws. I wonder if that's a thing. <laughs> Perfect cliche. <laughs> uh, all right. So that was kind of a mess, but that's okay. Yeah. The other thing that it is today... Is I have two more things. Uh, one is it is give someone a dollar day. So all right, uh, I'm happy to receive a dollar from anybody that wants to uh, send it to me in celebration. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> you can just text uh, <laughs> exactly. text the number and just let <laughs> yeah feel free to uh, you know Zell or Venmo or whatever you want to do to. Give me that cash. I was thinking more along the lines of like that person that you pass like on the street. Um, like I don't know what mean, the history you, you of mean it the is. Needy. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, like, how's your job, Pedia, Eric? <laughs> it, it's a, I'm doing okay. Okay. It's okay. I mean, I just thought know. maybe I can get in on some of this golden grift. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> all that glitters is not gold, so. Um, yeah, give someone a dollar day. So let, let's see that what the history of this is. Uh, despite the fact that a dollar appears to be worthless these days, wow, that's festive, there are still some things that a dollar can buy. For instance, if you go to the dollar store, I mean, you're like, that's, that's huge, right? So the idea is, though, on this day, you're supposed to give a dollar to someone uh, you've never met. Okay. Or give well, a dollar to anyone who appears in need. I think most of our listeners haven't met me, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're right. I, I qualify for one of those things. That is that is true. Um, but I was thinking more like if you have a buck in your pocket and you're headed to your car or you pass somebody on the street, like your usual 
a homeless person or whatever. For sure. And you normally don't give them anything because you're sus about what their intentions are and what they're going to do with it. How about you just suspend disbelief and you just give them a buck? Because you know what? You've got a buck and what are you going to do with it? So yeah, there's my good deed for the day. And you know what? I'll slip you a buck after the show. <laughs> you, you don't have to. I'm only, <laughs> I'm only kidding. And, you know, you don't have to send me money, folks. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, if but the I universe wants a, 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 a bunch of dollars on me, who am I to complain? I, w- I would not. I'm going to bring my money gun next time to the show, and I'm going to make You're it gonna rain. You're going to make it rain. Fantastic. I did that for my kids. Did I tell you about that? Hey, that's like a modern cliche, isn't it? I, Kind of, yeah, yeah, making it rain. Yeah. Uh, so for, did I tell you about this? So many cliches are old, so that's really it, cool. To, this is a new one. Well, I don't know if it's cool, but it, it's kind of neat that we're able to pull up a, a modern one. Yeah, and you know, and so fun. So uh, for Christmas last year, uh, I don't know what got into my head. I thought it would be sort of funny. And I went to the bank and I got some crisp dollar bills Mm -hmm. and I bought one of these little money gun things. And while the kids were opening up their stockings, I pulled out from behind my back my money gun and I made it rain. And I said, Santa's sorry he couldn't bring snow, but he said I could help him make it rain. Isn't it interesting when something like... (laughs) From like the clearly like very adult world, uh, just like suddenly just comes into pop culture and yes. is universally embraced. Like the making it rain was like you know uh, for into people to yeah right. into club for strippers. You know because mm-hmm. doling out the ones became a little <laughs> giving people carpal tunnel syndrome apparently. Uh, <laughs> except for in the UK where you know there's no uh, paper amount. Uh, less than five pounds. I know, that would hurt. Like so, people throwing euros at you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I feel sorry for the the, you know, the strippers over there. So that's pennies Getting taken out by pound coins or euros, you know. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's kind of funny. But I digress. <laughs> <laughs> that, your digressions are like but the best. Like the in the nineties, like pimping was Oh, big pimping. Yeah. yeah. I mean I that's know. another well, thing that I, just came from Completely inappropriate, but just suddenly took over the world and became a part of our vernacular. Became kind of cliche, if you will. It did become cliche. Yes. And who thought, who would have thought that I could bring something as uh, scandalous as making it rain into the wholesome exercise (laughs) of opening your- Into a white suburban Christmas. (laughs) A very white suburban Christmas. (laughs) Very wholesome activity. And- um, but you know what? Honestly, folks, it was kind of a fun thing. Like if you have adult children and frankly, really all they want is like, you know, their like ditties in their stockings. Like I need new or I need more perfume or give me some socks or, hey, get me my deodorant and money. Right. So it was a really fun way. And there's a little a psychological evaluation as to how do your kids respond when it's raining dollar bills? <laughs> dollar dollar bills all. Yeah. I mean, they were like, holla for the dollar. Okay. Yeah, I'm so white. Okay. Um, so our last uh, ridiculous high holiday is to wish Adamant of uh, Adamant a happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, Adamant. Fantastic. Do you remember his big hit? Uh, well, he had lots of hits. But the one that most people probably remember in the U.S. 
would be, uh, uh, what is it? You don't drink, you don't smoke. Yeah, Yeah, goody, goody, two shoes. Yep. Right? Don't drink, don't smoke. What What do uh, you you do? Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So drink stout and apparently make it rain. So there you go. Yeah. Um, So happy birthday. The king of the wild frontier himself. Adamant. What a guy. Uh, All right. Before we go to break, uh, last time we talked about first dates. Anything that you needed to clarify? Did you get in trouble? Did you get like a hand slap or? Look, nobody I know listens to the show. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I can openly beg for dollars. (laughs) Wow. But, okay. But, <laughs> but actually, 100% same, because that's why I'm allowed to talk about my family, because right. the deal we have is I either they either listen to the show, and I can't talk about them, or they don't listen, and I can. So, I mean, we have a very nice balance there. But I, I will tell you my regret is I actually think the last two episodes were our best episodes yet, and we had so much fun talking about those topics over the last two weeks, which was, of of course, the first dates, which I didn't think was going to be fun. I thought that was going to be painful, actually, <laughs> but it ended up being a very fun hour. Mm-hmm. And then the previous week when we talked about Halloween costumes, mm-hmm. that was also extremely fun. And uh, my regret is that I didn't do more to promote those episodes, um, and I want to do more of that. Uh, so yeah, that's my, that's my, um, resolution for November is to promote the show more. Okay, good. I love it. My, uh, my reflection, it's not a regret is, uh, I remember starting out the conversation and being like, I was never asked really on a proper first date. And I regret kind of having that mindset. Like you reminding me in very simple terms that like by the way like the first time that you went out with somebody like isn't that your first date like why does it have to have all the pomp and circumstance of like right you know the traditional first date and so uh so it helps me reframe that so thank you well also i feel like you had the pomp and circumstance (laughs) of the traditional first date you just for some reason thought that because it wasn't actually in a movie that it wasn't uh, there was no John Cusack. That's right. There was no Judd Nelson. There, there was, was no, no boom box being held aloft. <laughs> exactly. Aimed at your window. Exactly. So basically, was it even a date? <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, this week's topic, let's see if this is a fun one, is pumpkin spice. What do we think of it? Is it yeah Speaking or Speaking of cliches, right? it's that time of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Where pumpkin spice is suddenly in all the food products and, and everything, everything else. Everything else, yes. Pumpkin and spice and everything. That's nice. Sure, sure. All right. Keep listening. We'll be right back with Don't Ask Me to Talk. Whether it's fly fishing or French pastry, we all have something that makes our tail wag. Involuntary and instinctive, it's sparked by excitement, inspired by purpose, and it speaks to who we are. I'm Stacy Heller of Stacy Connects. I lead clients to the place that makes their tail wag. As a creative director, I bring ideas to life. As a podcast producer, I give ideas a voice. Stacy Connects, it's my superpower. If you want to connect with me, Stacy Heller, go to StacyConnects.com. Hey, welcome back to the show. You're listening to Don't Ask Me to Talk. I'm Stacey Heller, joined, of course, by me, Eric Ryder. 
There he is. Um, okay, so this is something that I put on the wheel o topics because I feel like in this day and age, it is a polarizing issue and a cliche simultaneously. So like, yes. right? Okay. So here's why I say that. So the topic is like pumpkin spice. What do we think of pumpkin spice? So I say it's cliche because it's the whole like white girl in a pumpkin patch with her like shawl and her cute hat and she's taking pictures with her PSL, otherwise known as a Starbucks pumpkin spice latte. Right. right? So there's the whole cliche of that. And then it's also polarizing because you either love it or you hate it. Mm -hmm. So where do you stand overall on? Well, I I love pumpkin spice in a pumpkin pie. Mm -hmm. So more of that. <laughs> and and pumpkin pie is great. Yep. Although growing up, it was my probably my least favorite of the pies. Same. Um, but now I think I appreciate it more as an adult than I did as a kid. Um, because I was always just more about the the berry pies or the coconut pies. And See, I was like chocolate pudding pie because you know the yeah, first, that's great the first too. Pilgrims had chocolate pudding out there. Uh, sure, of course. <laughs> That's something that the natives taught them, right? Yes. <laughs> How to make pudding. Of course. <laughs> it's the pudding. <laughs> yes. So, uh, but I think that's great. And so I can see why. But I mean, pumpkin pie is such a staple of Thanksgiving and Christmas celebrations that I can see why it would remind people of fall, you know, it would put mm -hmm. them in a mind of fall. Plus, of course, seeing all the pumpkins, you know, there's an association there. That's all good. And I feel like, uh, you know, Starbucks was really onto something when they decided to, you know, give that uh, flavor to a latte. And it makes sense for it to be seasonal because probably in April, people aren't probably going, you know, what would be great right now is some pumpkin flavoring. Um, but as, as someone, uh, that doesn't drink coffee, as we've talked about on the show, and you're one of those yep. folks too, we're the two people in the Seattle area that don't drink coffee. Right. <laughs> um, so we, we, that's how we bond. That's, that's, <laughs> it, that's it how is we started of, this show. It's, it's one of the many things that <laughs> we're like, right. ew, because I'm a hundred percent with you. Like pumpkin pie was the adult pie when I was yes. a kid. And now that I'm an adult, I've graduated. It's like end scene. Like I do not need to spice up my life with now everything pumpkin spice. But yeah, exactly. But but you know, I I have no problem with anybody that likes it. You know, I feel like it's become one of those things that uh you know, people just want something to bully <laughs> other people about. And it's become kind of a cliche to kind of bully people that like pumpkin spice. And I just think like, you know, let them like it. If you don't like it, then don't buy it. You know? Oh, well, a hundred percent. Yeah. And so this It's topic... not like you're not able to get your regular right. latte uh, if you don't like pumpkin spice. Now, it does become funny that is suddenly like all the air fresheners okay. suddenly also this, are pumpkin spice. This is where I wanted to go. <laughs> so so I 100% agree. This is not about bullying people that like, like, for instance, once November hits, like mid-November, I get out the Fraser fur 
like smells in my house so that it smells like there's pine trees in the house and the pine needles and the whole thing. So like different scents, like they can evoke different feelings, different vibes, different seasons. So I get it. Fall, pumpkin, Mm -hmm. as you say, the visuals, the smells, the flavors, the whole thing. So I'm not out to pumpkin shame anyone. And yet, I will say, just like with everything, people that make products, they just ruin everything. (laughs) Because why do I need a hefty bag that smells like pumpkin spice? Well, yes, that that's true. You don't. But I mean, they also make one that smells like lavender. Which so, I don't like. You can also buy non-scented. Which, you know? I mean, like it becomes scented when your trash goes in it. So, Well, there you go. <laughs> Do they have but trash is the, is scented? The, <laughs> Eric, the, I think we're on to something. Well, I'm not sure how well that would sell. I mean. But I mean, yes, it's it becomes ubiquitous. And it's like, do we need this? The answer is absolutely no. But there's tons of stuff in the world that we don't need that people realize they could make a buck off of. Like pumpkin spice marshmallows? Or pumpkin spice marshmallows, for sure. But all you got to do is just not buy it. And if, you know, if there's only a few people buying it, then it, it doesn't come back. That's just how it works in a capitalistic society. Yes, because it's the whole supply-demand thing. Right. I see, see, again, more education on the show. You're welcome, <laughs> listeners. Uh, like pumpkin spice Cheerios. If you're perusing the aisles, is that is that a place you would go? I bet of all the horrible <laughs> products <laughs> with pumpkin spice in them, pumpkin spice Cheerios, I bet, would probably be pretty decent. I'm, I got to tell you, as I'm looking through, so I'm I'm, I'm perusing- trying to think of the pumpkin spice uh, items that I have tried over the years. And um, aside from the classic pie, of course, but I've tried like a, a pumpkin cider and, a, and I think a specifically a pumpkin spice cider and they were fine. But again, I would have much rather had non-pumpkin spice, almost any flavor uh, other than <laughs> of, of cider than pumpkin spice. So it was like, OK, well, this was something to try, uh, but no thanks. Well, yes. And uh, like pumpkin spice ice cream, like or pumpkin ice cream, I would say. Um, I think that's really good. And thinking along the lines of like a cold stone where you can like mix things in. Yeah. I think pumpkin ice cream. I bet that would be good. Mixed with like graham cracker crust or right, something like or that. Or some vanilla. Yeah. Like a scoop of uh, really good vanilla. I bet that would be a, a classic combo. So I think like that kind of thing. Again, like, it's like having a slice of pie with some right. ice cream on it. So basically. Sign me up. We're saying like the things yeah. that basically evoke like the pie vibe. Right. But like, what do you think about a pumpkin spice Twinkie? Again, I don't need it. Uh, but then again, I'm not buying the regular Twinkies. So. Well, they would last a long time. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about the supply and demand yes. because you could just hold on to them for years and you would have plenty of supply. Right. Uh, what do you think about pumpkin spice almonds? I bet that would be all right, but I've never tried them. So Okay. Pumpkin spice Pringles? Now that seems wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pumpkin spice candy corn because candy corn is I bet that- hideous. To begin well, with. I kind of like candy corn. Are you a candy corn guy? I mean, I'm not buying it, but if, say, there was like a promo bag of candy corn 
here at the station, I would try a couple pieces. I mean, right. I think it it's one of those things like pumpkin spice that gets a bad rap, but it's actually not that bad. You know, people just like to have stuff to complain about on social media, you know? <laughs> right. When you eat, so follow-up question, when you eat candy corn, do you just toss it in your mouth or do you do the bite off the little tip and then eat the next layer and then eat the last layer? Yeah, I think I do that. Right. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've had candy corn, so I can't 100% remember exactly how I did it. But uh, I feel like that's like a thing. Yeah. Like, you know, sort of like Oreos. Do you eat the whole, which, by the way, there is pumpkin spice Oreos. I don't know yeah. what I think about that. That feels wrong. Yeah. Um, are you a dunk the whole cookie in, or do you unscrew the two sides and have two sides of the Oreo? I I think I, I dip them. Um, as as a whole uh, thing into some milk. Because, um, you know, ice cold milk and an Oreo cookie, they together go forever. They're a classic combination. It's a combination. really good combo, but uh, like Oreos aren't like even in my like top 10 cookies. I think they're kind of overrated, to be honest. <gasps> <laughs> but to This each- is a topic for the Wheel of Topics <laughs> cookies. Okay. But this. to but to each their own, of course, you know. And that's what I'm finding as I get older, the less like rage I have over other people's what I may consider a dumb choice or a dumb uh, a taste to have, you know. As long as, for me, the the rage only comes when uh, I can't get the the thing that I actually like because there's too many people going ew. I don't like that one. You know what I mean? Whether it's, you In know. In that exact voice. Yeah. Well, there's some of that. But like like black licorice, for instance, I'm a fan of, but a lot of people don't like it. So, you know, I feel like if the the scale turns to the point where there's not enough of us licorice likers, well, <laughs> then we're going to miss out. My uh, husband loves black licorice. But then again, licorice. I can just order it from Norway or whatever I get. Which is where it's probably better, to be honest. No, actually it's not. Oh, is it New Zealand? Where it's from somewhere that it's really good. Like Well, they, they really like it in Scandinavian countries, but they start mixing salt in and no thank you. Well, that's kinda weird. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I had some uh, from Iceland that had menthol in it. I'm oh. Like, <laughs> not being able to read Icelandic, I <laughs> bought some of that. And uh, yeah, two bites of that. And I said, no. Wow. <laughs> no more. No, thank you. That sounds bad. Yeah, it really, I I thought, well, maybe I was wrong <laughs> the first time <laughs> and tried it again. And no, I wasn't wrong. It's just not for me. Um. So it could be worse. You could be getting <laughs> menthol licorice trash bags. <laughs> Think about that, America. Yeah, well, that is true. Um, okay, what about pumpkin spice hummus? Um, you know that on the first glance that sounds disgusting, but you know what? I've had like a orange cream hummus that was delicious, and I've had chocolate hummus that was delicious. So. I'm going to say, yeah, I'm I'm pro pumpkin spice hummus. I never thought I'd make that sentence in my life, but I, yeah. <laughs> wow. Here we are. <laughs> okay. How much time do we have left? Because uh, we've only got about three minutes Okay. Left. I hate to switch topics on you, and maybe I need to save this for next week, but while I was in Italy, I was at a winery, and we had a whole, and I taped it, by the way, conversation about orange wine. Okay. Yeah. So we'll save it for next week. 
And but I'll, again, was it wine made from oranges or no, wine that was it's just orange? wine with the skin. I'll explain. I'll I, see. Yeah, that sounds great. This is called a cliffhanger, guys. So uh, next I, week, I believe that's called sangria. No, <laughs> we'll talk. Um, we'll talk about this next week. We'll stay on topic for right now. But I was so excited. I was like, Eric, because we had a whole conversation about orange wine when it was national or international orange wine day. That's right. So, um, and it turns out that it's a whole thing. So I learned so much. Okay. Um, last, last couple of things that are random. Um, pumpkin spice latte deodorant. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't um, want to smell like pumpkin spice. Right. Um, and then there is, of course, hard seltzer that's pumpkin spice. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you. What about pumpkin spice boxer shorts? Uh, what? <laughs> I don't know if they're scratch the sniff. <laughs> I, I don't know, but it's weird. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know. Ladies seem to like pumpkin spice, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes. Uh, <laughs> pumpkin spice boxers. I'm like LL Cool J, LL PSL. There you go. <laughs> Ladies love pumpkin spice latte. Um. All right. So basically. So for what I was gonna say, uh, summing up is I find it hard to have rage for. Uh, as the older I get, <laughs> the less rage I have for other people's tastes, because I've had enough people telling me my tastes are wrong that I'm not going to tell other people that their tastes are wrong when it comes to like, especially food stuff, you know, because that's all individual stuff. So if you like pumpkin spice, more power to you. Enjoy. This is your season. Go PSL or PS. Okay, but. But it's not for me. I'm like, P.S. I hate it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, I mean, I just, I just want to say this: pumpkin spice ramen noodles. Enough said. Mic drop. Uh, let's, yeah, let's, let's right. Just say no to on, that. Exactly. Just say no. Um, but you know what? I want to say yes to. I want to say yes to finding out what we're eating this week and talking with Vance. It won't be pumpkin spice. It'll, I'll tell you that much. It won't. It'll likely be a sandwich because again, it's National Sandwich Day. Woohoo! So let's uh, take a quick break and come back and we'll talk with Vance. I love it. All right. Stay tuned. Stacy Connects. It's not just my business. It's my superpower. Whether you need the right tone and messaging for a new venture or you've plateaued with your current one, I can help. I connect clients with themselves and their potential. Then I identify unique solutions that translate your brand into messaging that connects your target audience with your business. Go to stacyconnects.com to connect with me and your messaging. Interested in learning something new? Meeting someone new? Find out things that we have in common? Well, of course you are. You're a human being. So let's get intentional about it. Join me, JDK Winnikin, every week and get all of that in less than an hour. I'm a writer, a historian, a social commentator, and my show is all about you. Really, that's what it's called. This show is all about you. Get my perspectives on the week's news and hear fascinating guests whose stories will inspire and move you. My show is all about giving you something that connects us. Join me Mondays on Kixie 880 at 3 p.m. or download it as a podcast. Can't get enough of Stacy and Eric? Then be sure and check out Stacy Connects with Stacy Heller wherever you find podcasts. Stacy chats with guests about a variety of topics, hoping to make a connection through conversation. Hey, 
Hey, welcome back to Don't Ask Me to Talk with Stacey and Eric. That's right. And you know what time it is. It's time to talk to the man, the man with the sand, which <laughs> that's right. The, the Lord of the Sandwich, the King of the Kanesh, the Duke of the Delhi. That's right. It's Van Stingfelder from Dingfelder's Delicatessen in Capitol Hill in Seattle. Hello, sir. How are you? Eric, how are you? Oh, how was your Halloween? <laughs> it was a fun Halloween. How about you, sir? Oh, I was freaking out because Capitol Hill was fun. I bet. <laughs> I bet. That was that must That's be the fun. place to be for Halloween. It is the place to be for Halloween. Let me tell you. You know, I got I was cooking. <laughs> I was cooking and um left late, but I'll tell you. There were so many people dressed up uh-huh. that I was like, oh, man, I could, I could like still go out. This is a little wild. Did you do a costume of any sort? I, You know what? I, <laughs> not this year. Did no. you go as a big hunk of meat? That's <laughs> right. You just need two big slices of bread, and you've got the perfect costume for you. That's what I did, okay? Two big slices of bread on either side of my ass. Okay? So that made you like a sandwich board. <laughs> yes. No, that's I'm one of those guys that spin the board out there on the corner. Oh, that'd okay? be good. <laughs> Dance is hanging on the corner, spinning the sign. <laughs> uh, I, I highly doubt that, given the fact that typically when we call you lately, you have... You're so busy that you're typically like on the line making sandwiches That's while right. we talk. I'm literally making a sandwich right now as we speak because I'm on the line. And you got to tell us what kind of sandwich. It yeah, is. like walk oh, us through this. So, so wait a second. So, so it's a triple. <laughs> it's a triple meat, three meat combo. Oh my gosh! Right, and it's on a Kaiser roll. Oh, uh, and it's brisket, oh. hot brisket, hot pastrami. With and uh, corned beef, with a schmear of chopped liver on the bottom. Oh my gosh! It's ridiculous. It's such a big sandwich. Like you know, you're like, how are you going to get your mouth around this? Um, is this a regular? Like, is this for somebody yeah. that's a regular? You know, you know what? The three meat combo is really a thing now, and it's kind of like, what's going on here? Well, shout yeah. out to your Thursday client that gets the three meat combo, especially yes. on this, the highest of all holy days. <laughs> ah, ah, sandwich. Exactly. It's National Sandwich Day. Did you slice the meat in the right direction? <laughs> <laughs> this is an important question on the holiday. You haven't sliced your meat in the right direction. There will be to pay for. Wow. I can't decide if you're asking us that or if you're asking one of your employees and you're having to put a good face on it. <laughs> oh, I have to tell you. I have to tell you. Um, I have a new employee, as we many people do, and the new employee sliced two whole briskets for me. Uh-huh. And he sliced them the wrong way. And oh. it wasn't, I couldn't get an ounce of usable product. <laughs> okay, so that's an interesting thing. So for if people... It was killing me. It was killing me. Yeah, but like, okay, so 
since we're talking about this and your brisket mm-hmm. and sandwiches, so talk to me about that. I, why it's important to cut the meat in a certain way. So it's like wood, like cutting with the grain or do you cut against the grain? That's exactly, you know, that's exactly what it is, right? You cut against the grain. Ah. And, and what, what I mean by that is you cut perpendicular to it. Okay. And yeah, so that's what you have to do um, because there's a significant difference in, the, in how it eats. It'll be tough one way, tough and stringy. And okay. the other way, it's like butter. Interesting. Yeah. It's amazing the difference. And, and it really, a lot of people don't know. Um, it, you, you even have to do it with turkey, right? You, you cut across. Right. In other words, perpendicular to the grain of the meat. And if you, if you see lines going, ver, uh, going horizontally, you know you're cutting the wrong way. So, you know, that's that's the giveaway. This is a metaphor for life and relationships. (laughs) If you rub people the wrong way, they are tough and stringy and it doesn't go well. But if you but if you if you go the right way, then they're like butter. You know what? They're always like butter. Well, after they eat one of your sandwiches. So (laughs) once I once I feed them a sandwich, they're like, this is Butter, baby. Exactly. <laughs> so I know we're getting closer and closer to you being able to uh, open up the deli to people yes. eating in. So <laughs> is there going to be a celebratory sandwich? You've, you've uh, teased the Reuben. Uh, you've... The, the Reuben is cheese. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Any other like new additions that you're going to make to the sandwich menu? So... The new sandwiches are the grilled cheeses. Ugh, cannot right? wait. Yep. And, and also... I should probably come in and test those before they go live, don't you think? Um, you know, I think that would be a good idea because I have to tell you something. Yeah? The olive shirt is really popular. Really? I'm really surprised. What do you mean you're surprised? If you need me to pose for a label or something for it, I would be happy to, by the way. Oh, I would really like that, actually. Okay. That would make my, that would really, I would like you to be on, on the cover. Okay. I'll do yeah, that. That's, that's for sure. <laughs> yep. We need you on the face of the, the I Love Stacy cream cheese. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I Love Stacy. Um, okay, so the grilled cheese, so... That's a new addition because you've got the grill or the griddle. Um, yes. Yes, it is. And the griddle has been so much fun because we're not doing the hash differently. Yep. And that is a game changer. The griddle, the hash on the griddle is really, really incredible. So today we spoke to the person that's going to be doing our menus mm-hmm. and what, what things we're going to add. And I'm really excited about the baked stuff. Really? Yeah. Well, you know, we started making our Kaiser rolls. I know. And, and I have to say, they're so good. They're just amazing. Well, we make all our own bread, too. And we were talking about um, we want to toast babka on the griddle. Right? Really? Just, just like muffins. Yeah. We're going to butter it on both sides and grill it. So you can get your babka butted. You come and get your babka butted, baby. I mean... That's the thing that you're going to have to shout out when you're twirling the sign. Get your bobka butted. 
Come get your basket flooded over here, baby. We got this. We got we got the meats. We got we got the breads, the cakes, the the crumb cake. Okay. Okay. Stop with the, the stop cake. with the crumb cake. You're killing me with the crumb cake. No, somebody. <laughs> September. <laughs> we got so many calls for the crumb cake. People that we did the break the fast at Temple Venator in Bellevue. Yep. And <laughs> that's where we served it. And, um, <laughs> oh, it's not because don't ask me to talk. Listeners are beating down the, the, the walls, the fences, and the door to get some of the coffee cake or the crumb cake. You just want to eat the crumbs, but then, well. then you get into the cake, and it's just like oh. so the sandwich, right? Yep, the big dilemma bacon. Oh, do right. We, do we bring in the bacon? See, this is tough because it's a Jewish delicatessen and you're yes. not supposed to. Oh, this is. It's really tough because. Maybe you do like a little side hustle. Like you've got like the bacon guy around the corner. <laughs> you just have some guy. Some, some guy. Bacon. Right? Some guy coming with the bacon cannon. You're like. <laughs> like the t shirt cannon. Right. Like... And, he, and he shoots a couple of. Oh, she. I like I like a bacon good girl carrying the right? cannon. It's like they shoot they shoot the bacon out of a cannon onto your sandwich. No, I like the idea that like, you know, you got your girl Sal around the corner and she's wearing an overcoat and she's like yeah. Yeah, I got the bacon. Okay. No, could you do so having just come back from Italy and there's all of these meats, mm. so could you, is there a way for you to do something that is bacon adjacent? It's not a really about the bacon. It's really about the swine. Right. Right. That's, that's true. What, that, it doesn't that, matter. Like, you know, it's the swine. Yeah. That's, that's Which, by the way, and, I had wild I boar. Yes. And which was amazing, I'm sure. It was. But it wasn't yeah. a sandwich, and we're supposed to be talking about sandwiches on National Sandwich Day. So I'm actually going to well, keep us so, focused. So, okay. Yeah, don't bore sandwiches. us. <laughs> 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 Sorry. I had to squeeze in here we, somewhere. We, we can get wildly boring. <laughs> <laughs> you know we can. <laughs> Let's not. Let's <laughs> not. No. Nice lady. So, the sandwich. How about the three foot bada ding? Oh. Yeah. That would be a bada boom. It's a bada ding. <laughs> a bada ding, not a bada boom. Yeah, hey. well, once you have it, you go bada boom. Bada ding. It's a it's an Italian stallion sandwich. Hmm. Okay? Yeah. It's special. And it's a three foot sandwich, and we make it on semolina. Rosemary bread, loaf, and we cut down the middle, and in it we put soprasada, nostrano, hot soprasada, hot capicola, culatella, which is the heart of the prosciutto. Then we put um, a mortadella, Genoa salami, with fresh mozzarella that's been marinated, roasted red peppers. And sliced provolone. And it's about, it weighs about three feet. Weighs about, I don't know, 30 pounds. And it feeds. How many pounds? 
30 pounds. You get 60, you get 60 slices out of it. Holy mackerel. Yeah, it's really a great sandwich. It's, it's amazing. And it's three feet. And you got, you know, for the Super Bowl. You, I mean, it's a perfect thing. So we're, we're doing it for Zillow. And, and uh, uh, we're, they're also doing a meatless in Seattle, which is all caprese. Yep. And we do, we do it on a focaccia with, you know, air, organic heirloom tomatoes. And we put pesto on the bread and the tomatoes and roasted red peppers and the fresh mozzarella again. So wow. those are the two sandwiches. They're doing an Italian thing. All right. And they're going to feed like 100 people with two three-foot sandwiches. Pretty cheap. That's pretty good. When so, you think about it. I mean, why wait for the Super Bowl? Let's think tailgating. And by the way, when it comes to Dingfelder's Delicatessen, uh, I'm pretty sure every day is National Sandwich Day. So there you go. Well, if you look at the tickets I'm holding in my hand, it's National Sandwich Day. Well, that's because it's <laughs> literally National Sandwich Day, Vance. <laughs> but, but yes. <laughs> Well, I don't know about the bagel with the salmon salad, you know. It's still a but, sandwich if it's between two pieces of bread. Hey, where else where else where else can you get hot bagels? Four thirty in the afternoon? Right? I don't know. Right? It's a beautiful thing. It is a gorgeous thing. Stace, I'm glad you're back. I can't wait to see you. Eric, you're a man amongst men. <laughs> Thank you, sir. All right. Well, happy National Sandwich Day. And remember, folks, if you want to try a Dingfelder's sandwich, go to Dingfelder's Delicatessen. If you want to see a little food porn, you can go to the website, dingfelders.com. And remember, if you want something that is uh, a little different than what you see there, no worries. Go to Nourish Catering. There, you can do whatever you want because bada bing, bada boom. We're doing lamb shawarma this week for for a client. See, there you go. Shawarma, baby. <laughs> Another uh, uh, rollicking random convo with Vance. Aye, aye, aye. We went all over the place. Well, that's what we do. All right, we love you, Vance. Love you too, Stacy. Bye, Eric. Love you. Take Bye. care, sir. Talk to you next time. Thank you. All okay. right. I really think I need to go in and do the whole grilled cheese tasting thing. Yeah, uh, it sounds pretty darn good. I know. I'm gonna like look at my schedule and see what's going on tomorrow. Okay. In the meantime, we uh, gotta pick what we're talking about next week. Yeah. So, what's it gonna be? Spin the wheel of fun. All right. You're looking skeptical. YouTube channels. Oh. All right. I think the idea with this is, uh, like Snapchat and TikTok and whatever, there are people that are YouTube content creators. And so we're going to share some of the uh, content creators that we like or some of the the go-to spots. Like I listen, I'll give you a preview. Every Sunday, I watch SNL on YouTube. Interesting. Yeah. I'm old. I can't stay up that late. <laughs> Have a great week, everybody. I watch week, it on everybody. Peacock. So, See, there yeah. you go. Have a great week. We will uh, we'll talk to you next week. Yes. Have a great week.